Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. You are going over the next few days to hear loads of advice and tips about how to cook the perfect turkey at Christmas. But if you've been tasked with maybe coming up with or bringing some of the other treats, the other festive nibbles, the Christmas canapes, we've a food columnist with the Irish Examiner, Colm O'Gorman, is here with us to talk us through some of his tips today. Colm, are you a canapé person? Do you know, it sounds awful pretentious, doesn't it, when you say canapé? Oh, yeah. Lean into it, Colm. Let's say party food. (laughs) Pigs and blankets. a party and seeing the table laden down with big platters of tasty little bite-sized kind of morsels. That's the kind yeah. of thing that I love. I adore um, this. Like, Colm, I hands down now, party food is just my love it. Absolutely love it. Exactly. And I don't get too fancy about it. You want to cook stuff that people are going to like to eat. So like things like chicken wings, for instance, are always fantastic. I have a great recipe up on my Instagram that I did in the column for uh, um, like spice bag flavoured oh, chicken nice. wings. Buffalo wings or hummus or falafel or, or those kinds of things. But honest to God, whenever we have a party here, it's the chicken wings that always yeah. the door. So I do about four or five different varieties of those usually. Oh, right. a bunch of people over. They can be awful messy though, Colm. <laughs> if just start uh, pulling well, the actually, wings and you see that that's why I came up with the with the spice bag ones, because they're they're not messy. There's no sauce on those. Um, okay. but so look, Let's let's be honest. Christmas parties can get a bit messy anyway. So maybe we just <laughs> yeah, if chicken that. wings are the if they're the biggest <laughs> issue at the party, you're probably yeah. all right. Um, so tell us, you have a list of I suppose tips for for listeners today if they're just looking for kind of handy now, convenient and low cost party food. Yeah, so I mean the, the the chicken wings are a really really good option, especially if you have an air fryer. Air fryers are phenomenal for cooking chicken wings. Pop along to my Instagram at colomogorman.com at Colm O'Gorman and you'll see lots of different um, chicken wings recipes there. There's a whole story highlight on, on party food. But one that featured this week in the in the column that people have had a, a big reaction to actually is a bit of a two-in-one one. It's uh, their little cranberry and brie tartlets made using shop-bought puff pastry. But the recipe also includes my recipe for homemade cranberry sauce, which oh, wow. sounds like a laugh, Andrea, but it's amazing and it's really, really, really quick and easy to make. Really, okay. really delicious. You see, that's, you uh, that's, that's a little bit too adventurous for me, Colm, if I'm honest. Making <laughs> my own cranberry. Chopped chop chalot, a bit of red chilli, fry that in a little bit of butter, toss in some cranberries, some orange zest, some orange juice, some sugar, a little bit of Cointreau if you want to jazz it up a little bit, some salt and pepper and cook it for 10 minutes and there's your cranberry sauce. And it's Sorted. the best cranberry sauce you will ever taste. Yeah. I absolutely guarantee you. Huh. And then you use that with, with, with chopped balls, puff pastry and some brie and you just put together little tartlets in some mini muffin trays, bake them in the oven for like 15 minutes, pop them out. Done. It's done. Really simple party food, but it looks a bit fancy and a bit special. So yeah. people would be really... Particularly when you tell people that you didn't buy it in Super Value. You actually made it yourself. Exactly. Now, you don't have to tell them you bought the pastry, but let's be yeah. honest, who has time for making puff pastry? Yeah. Time <laughs> oh, no. I was, but you know, funny, I had uh, friends over recently um, and I did something very similar to your, your cranberry brie tartlets, but actually just simply on like French baguette on crostini bread, yeah, like you, just so you, simple. You could toast some French baguette and do it like that. Absolutely. You could also, if you don't like, and heaven forbid you don't like cranberries, I mean, 
what kind of Grinch are you if you don't, <laughs> if you don't like it? So, yeah. But the other thing you could do is you could do if you were so inclined goat's cheese and caramelized like onion, red onion or something like that. Again, really simple to do. And just use some, some cut some French bread crossways and just toast it. And you've got perfect little um, canapé uh, um, receivers to, to build out your canapés on with the, with the, with the cranberry and, and the brie. It's good to melt the brie a little bit if you can. So I'd lightly toast the, the bread, put the cranberry sauce and then the brie on top of that and then flash mm. it under a grill for a few minutes and finish it off with a little bit more cranberry and maybe some thyme leaves just to make it look a little bit fancy. Now, do you know the lesson I learned two weeks ago? I actually made a mistake. I used goat's cheese rather than brie and it takes ages for it to melt. Yeah, goat's cheese. Well, it depends on what you use. If you're, if you're, if you're using like a soft goat's cheese, you're fine. It won't really melt anyway, but it'll work quite nicely on the, on the, um, on the canopy. But, but brie is a milder flavour. That's the other piece, right? People might like the milder, creamier flavour of brie, and I think it'll, it works much better with cranberry. Some people don't like goat's cheese. They find it a little bit too funky, but if, I love it. Yeah, you but see, I, I could eat cheese all day long if I was allowed to. <laughs> Well, I'd be the same myself, but I, yeah. I love goat cheese with something a little bit stronger. That's why kind of the caramelised red onion or something like that works really well. Again, that's really simple to do. Just just fry down some red onions in some butter, add some brown sugar when they're well softened and just cook them down until they become nice and jammy and there's your caramelised red onions. Nothing fancy about it. So aside from our cracking cranberry and brie tartlets or the alternative of using uh, baguette or, or, you know, kind of French bread, um, we've have we mentioned yeah, cocktail sausages? Pigs and blankets. What else have you on the yeah, list? Again, really simple. And I mean, if you want to, everything can be jazzed all up a little bit. Toss that in some, some, toss them in some lemon and maybe some whole grain mustard. Sorry, some lemon, whole grain mustard and uh, honey before you put them in the oven. And um, that'll be really nice and give them a little extra bit of punch. Or you could even swap some chopped red chili for the mustard. So do them in lemon, um, um, honey and um, some chopped red chilli and flash them in the oven and they'd be fantastic. Well, actually, there's a texture here, Colin, who says, I do honey and coke-soaked cocktail sausages. Leave them marinating for a couple of hours. They're absolutely delicious. That does sound fantastic. Yeah. Now, anybody who's watched The Bear might remember, rem- might remember their coke-braised spare ribs and that got everybody excited about cooking with coke. But I've seen, like, Nigella, I think, Nigella Lawson has cooked um, hams in, in, in coke, all that yeah. kind of stuff as well. Coke is a really... I mean, it just brings a lot of sugar, but some caramel to it as well. So that can work really well, for sure. Some of the other textures. My wife is the queen of finger food. Chicken skewers, homemade sausage rolls and a dessert table to rival the Ritz. It's the talk of the street every Christmas. I have to see a photograph of that. Send one in to me. This texture says, I was... I want to go over and eat it. Yeah. That's very true. Well, it might be a bit much, Colm, to land over at their house at Christmas. This texture says, um, I was tasked with uh, doing party food last year. I burnt it all. I wasn't used to my sister's fan oven. Made a mess of everything. Needless to say, she didn't ask me to do it this year. Text you're looking for for suggestions um, for cold party food column, actually. They have a crowd in for breakfast after mass. Yeah, something like, you know, make up some some dips, like a hummus is very, very easy to make. Uh, um, Have that with like um, some carrots and stuff on the side. You could do falafel. There's a recipe on my Instagram page as well. It was in the column previously for falafel. You could make those uh, a little bit in advance and have them cold if you wanted to. Sausage rolls um, will also work. Um, you could do the crostini that you've talked about, like the little toasted uh, French breads. 
with the cranberry and brie on top or with goat cheese on top, again, they can be cold and they'll be really, really tasty. Do you know, I am, for me, the big thing about kind of party food in general, it has to be super convenient. Like it needs to be the kind of food that you can have completely ready and prepped and all you have to do is stick it into the oven before anyone arrives in. Exactly. I just did three weeks of, of columns in the examiner with exactly that idea that these are these are recipes that you can prepare well in advance of mm. people coming and then you just lash them into the oven for 10 or 15 minutes when you need them and then you just serve them up in a big platter. And that's exactly what you can do with these tartlets. You can have these ready well in advance and then just finish them in 15 to 20 minutes in the oven before you need them. Just on the cold uh, suggestions, I actually found the most, the easiest little cold recipe on TikTok column for a caprese salad as a snowman. It couldn't be simpler. Literally two of the balls of mozzarella cheese on top of each other, black peppercorn for the eyes and the face, tomatoes all around it with balsamic and salt, and then two um, basil leaves for the little scarf in the snowman. And when I did it two weeks ago, Everybody was talking about it. Looked a treat, except Pat Kenny told me today it looked like something his dog <laughs> devoured. But, but a very simple thing to do. You'd struggle to get up to Pat's standard. That's <laughs> yeah. So it's not, things like cheeses and cold meat platters and all that kind of stuff. Those are really easy to make well in advance, and everybody loves them. Just do up a big platter of decent cheese, big platter of 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 cold meats. You can go fancy and call it charcuterie if you like. Yeah. Put all of that up on a big wooden platter with some fresh bread on the side and lots of chutneys on the side. People Looks will great. That people love. Yeah. It's, uh, I even learned how to do on TikTok the little, um, you know, the little salami flowers. They're so simple, actually, and they look great. You can just make a little flower out of the, out of the, uh, like pepperoni or your hams and just do it over a glass. Couldn't be easier. Yeah, you can, you can, you can dress up your platter nicely. I suppose the thing about that is, I think people have to pull it apart then to get it out but sure, that doesn't matter. It's all about how it looks. here says, I can cook, but I'm useless at making it look nice. Uh, please ask Colin for any presentation tips. Don't get yourself tied up in knots too much about it. The most important thing is that you enjoy the food that you make, you enjoy making it, and that people love eating it. Don't tie yourself up in knots too much. On presentation, don't be fancy. Keep it simple. The cleaner the plate, the better. Don't pile too much stuff onto a plate. Don't try and overdress the plate. Overdress the plate. Keep it really, really simple. Think about the colours that you're using as well. If you can use something to, to pop through from a colour perspective, that works really well. Fresh herbs sprinkled over things always looks good chopped spring onions. If you're cooking something that can take the flavour of pomegranate, I love pomegranate. Yeah. Things. They look, they taste lovely. They look like little jewels and at this time of year that's kind of perfect. For, I was just about to suggest the pomegranates just to throw them over anything, cheese or anything. It looks looks really well. Um, this texture says, I was invited over to my sister-in-law's for Christmas picky bits. She presented us with fruit. There wasn't a sausage roll to be seen. It's absolutely raging. Um, there's lots of different... Next time is what I'd suggest. Which? Bring the sausage rolls. Bring them. Yeah. Well, actually, good idea. Do you know, the one thing I, I, I often wonder with party food, it's hard, column to gauge how much you need. That's where I, I know I definitely fell foul on my first run at this. It's hard to know, you know, how, how much is enough. And I mean, sometimes I think the biggest challenge is we always, we'll often end up cooking way more than we need. Um, because we overcompensate. So look at what you're cooking. Like the recipe I did for the tartlets will give about 40 tartlets. You probably want to be thinking of each person at a party having, you know, maybe a dozen bites or more, 12 to 15 bites of food uh, per person is, is probably about right. And then if you have bread and, you know, cheese and stuff out as well, they'll be able to lash on beyond all crisps, of that. Crisps, so Colm. Loads of crisps. 
Everybody loves crisps. Loads of crisps and loads of snacks. Have backups available should you need it. Have yeah. some stuff in the freezer. Go mad. I mean, don't beat yourself up either. It's fine to buy, buy shop-bought stuff that you can stick in the freezer and take out in an emergency if you need it. Just you've plenty to be worrying about over Christmas. Great to push the boat out and make some stuff yourself and have some fun doing it. But don't beat yourself up too much if you need to lean back and have a, a backup of some shop, shop-bought stuff in the freezer as well. Listen, final question from Marie Collum. She's wondering, when are you going to write your uh, ultimate cookery book? Do you know, all I need to do that is the time and a publisher. So <laughs> well, if anyone's listening today. So I'll, I'll sit back and try and do it. But I'm having great fun with the column and fantastic reactions from people. Yeah. And it's a great, it's great, great. About, a great piece to be doing. I'm always happy to talk about party food. <laughs> no problem there, Colm, at all. Listen, happy Christmas. Thanks a million. Colm O'Gorman, food columnist with the Irish Examiner. Um, toasted Christmas pudding and tea. You don't need anything else as this listener. And another texter wondering, well, not wondering, but just stating the fact that we've all lost the run of ourselves at Christmas. Whatever happened to a couple of cocktail sausages and a few sandwiches. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.